CEOs, the, the nation's six largest bank CEOs rose, let's see, an average of $20.5 million for each exec. And this is, you know, something that people are mad Just about. Just a few but pennies. Yeah. Shows no sign. Right. Shows no sign of slowing down no matter how these banks perform. you got about 15 seconds to tell me what's going on. Uh, I wish I knew. I mean, it's it's not as if their profits are doing so well. It's kind of like down is the new up. You know, a number of these banks, they had big losses in profits, and yet CEO pay has gone up. I, I don't know if that's because of some something weird in the contracts or there's just something really broken in the system. I don't know. Catherine Rempel and Cardiff Garcia, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks. Molly. On Wall Street, U.S. and most European markets are closed today for the Good Friday holiday. We'll look at what's left over when we do the numbers. A little more on finance for a moment. You know Square, the company behind those little white credit card swipers you so often find at small businesses and the occasional food truck. Square is best known as a payment processor, but it's been branching out lately to offer other services. The newest is offering loans to businesses. Marketplace's Mark Garrison reports from New York. Square explains its push into lending by pointing to folks like Giacomo Gianni, who owns Follicle Hair Salon in San Francisco. We started 15 years ago with two chairs and we are now up to 30 shares. Square previously offered cash advances, which Gianni has used to fund some of that growth. He likes Square loans because they're easier and faster than traditional banks. Last time I went to the bank to do some expansion, it just was hours and hours of putting together paperwork and pulling out figures. Banks need all that paperwork to assess risk, but Square already has loads of data from all the credit card transactions it processes. Mark Meyer teaches entrepreneurship at Northeastern University. They can see if sales are going up or they can see if sales are going down. But processing credit cards is still a world away from lending money. Trip Chowdhury of Global Equities Research is a big-time skeptic about Square and thinks it's making a mistake. These are completely different businesses. They require different skill sets. But Square thinks it can pull it off. Duke business professor Campbell Harvey agrees. He thinks the move will be good for shop owners as well. They've struggled to get loans to expand in recent years, even when their sales numbers are good. Small businesses are the engine of economic innovation, growth, employment uh, in the U.S. So anything that we can do to make it easier for them to pursue the projects that they consider valuable is a good thing. Square's bet is that it knows enough about these businesses to figure out who to lend to. And as they grow, it'll grow too. In New York, I'm Mark Garrison for Marketplace. This week, the grocery chain Aldi started opening new stores in Southern California as part of its $3 billion expansion plan. The German company is aiming to have 2,000 U.S. stores operating in the next couple years. That's up from about 1,400 today. Aldi will face a highly competitive grocery market in Southern California, but experts say that its no-frills, low-price model make it one of the fastest-growing retailers around. Marketplace's Danny Baxter has more. Aldi operates in 17 countries and is a go-to grocery store in Germany where it started. Now it's one of the hottest discount retailers in the U.S., a market it entered way back in the late 70s. 
They are the uh, overnight success that nobody has heard of after 30 years, 40 years. Jim Hertel is a retail consultant with Willard Bishop and Inmar Analytics Company. He estimates all these sales at stores open at least a year are growing between 8 and 10 percent a year on average, much faster than traditional supermarkets. Those stores are growing on a dollar's basis, maybe 1 or 2 percent a year. Hertel says Aldi will have a lot of competitors in Southern California, including from Trader Joe's, which started in California and is tied to the same founding German family. Both chains have a limited selection and offer lots of private label items. But Hertel says Trader Joe shoppers may seek something unique, whereas Aldi shoppers want a good deal. Uh, they got good prices. Prices very good. Mike Jones shops at an Aldi in St. Paul, Minnesota. He doesn't mind that the company keeps costs down by having shoppers bag their own groceries. But he's not a fan of paying a quarter to use a shopping cart. Because sometimes I don't have a quarter or, you know, <laughs> that's, the part, that's what I don't like is the shopping cart thing. But, you know, other than that, it's, it's, it's all good. I love Aldi's. Aldi has started expanding its organic food brands, and Mike Paglia at Cantar Retail says some of the newer stores have a slightly more upscale decor. Things like the, the color palettes, the lighting, the fixtures, 